Okay, so uh, so I hope to uh, to be Messiah in the the, the Indian of Halakas uh, near Shabbos tonight, and then Bez Hashem next week. I don't know. I guess we'll. Uh, I guess the next thing is actually to go to shul, right? But, uh, you know, I guess Kabbal Shabbos. I don't know. We'll think. We'll see. I'll go upon him. So, <clears throat> so uh, so really, really, really tonight is going to be sort of like a completion of what we talked about last week. So it might even be shorter than than usual. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. So just to, to get back into it, what we've been discussing the past few weeks is again is that the nearest of Shabbos, the nearest of Shabbos is, it is Shabbos itself. You're basking in the light of Shabbos. Shabbos is the light of creation. Shabbos, the light of creation means something that, that has a beginning and goes all the way to the end. From beginning of the world to the next, to the end of the world, there is no barrier, there's no mechitza. It's... Uh, it's, it's everything. It's the beginning, it's the end. And the way we explained, I think last week, the way we put it is that the Indian, in particular the way it sort of will focus on it, is that the Indian of Nehra Shabbos, this light that we're talking about of creation that begins, you know, Misayfim Vatsayfay, that goes from Reishis all the way to Lachris, is the Indian of Zachar and Nekeva. Right? So we talked about that Zachar versus Nekeva, Zachar means the Bechina Zachar, the concept of male versus feminine, masculine versus feminine, is that masculine means doing, it means established, it means effort, it means moving, accomplishing, I shouldn't say accomplishing, but Koyach. And then Nekeva means the Tachlis, means the Paris, it means the, 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 what, what, it's all, what it's all moving towards. The Yichud between Zachar and Nekeva is this idea of what? This idea of something having a beginning, and the beginning making its way to its, to, to its specific end. That's the Shalom Bayis, that's the, that's the Yichud that takes place. <clears throat> that was fully sort of revealed, again, this is all just in concept, then we'll speak about it very soon, and practically what to do when you're lighting candles and so on. <clears throat> but th- th- this is the idea of that, uh, of that original light, you know, that light that, that contained everything that would ever be from the very beginning. Means when you looked at that light, that was the moment of beginning. That was the first thing Hashem created was that light. But in that light that you saw, which was the beginning of all things, you saw the end of all things as well. So that light contained within it the mystery of what of beginnings connecting to the end, to their ends. Zachar moving into Nekeva and having that that completion, that circuit being completed of things having a beginning and moving all the way to their tachlis, to their tachlis. Therefore, Shabbos is also has that quality. Shabbos is both. Zechel Maisebrachus, right? It reminds us of creation, but it's also a zikaron. It's also a, a memory, whatever, of Yom Shikulah Shabbos. It brings us to the end, so it connects the beginning of creation all the way to the end of creation. And so that's what Shabbos is. But the, now, in more particular, in more, I guess, uh, down-to-earth language, I spoke about this last week. Is that what this means practically? One way of thinking of it is that is that the idea of have something having a ratios and getting to achras, something having that destination in Avodah Hashem or in life means doing something, right? Putting in effort and actually seeing the results. Right? We talked about Noyach, that's what Shabbos was, right? And, and we talked about how, how Noyach sort of first, sort of uh, was the first one to sort of bring out the Pneumus of Shabbos in a certain level. And then Moshe Rabbeinu completes that uh, revelation of Shabbos. And Noyach reveals the begin. The, he begins the revelation of Shabbos in this way of establishing this sense of that what I'm doing will produce. 
that what I'm doing will have its, uh, its uh, intended effect. Whether I might not see it exactly as quickly as I wanted, uh, I, might not, uh, I might never see it in my, own, in my own lifetime, but I have to believe. And Noach gives us that menuchas anefesh, that little, taking away a little bit of the sadness uh, of, of that disconnect, of, of working without seeing results. Noach comes to give a little menucha, that what? Then no. Person works. Every rashis has its achras, right? Every zacher has its nekeva. That's what Noach, that's what Noach does. And we said that Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu builds upon this. Yismach Moshe Vanaschalka, and Moshe Rabbeinu comes and reveals a much deeper truth: is that not only does every rashis lead to an achras, and not only does every achras begin at a rashis, not only does everything that you do eventually result in something productive, but the the effort in and of itself is also productive. The effort in and of itself. And instead of even thinking of waiting to see Paris at the end, there's Paris in the Amels in the effort itself. In the effort itself. And that, that alleviates all sadness because that means that everything a person is doing is tachlistic. Even if a person is not matzliach, that itself is atzlach. The fact that you're trying, the fact that you're putting in effort. Maisha Benu means that there's a chashivas, there's something significant, incredibly significant. There's tachlis. In just trying, and Pasha is just trying. That's what that's what Maisha Benu means. Maisha Benu, therefore, if you think about it, his whole life, his whole life was 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 what the parish in the sixth parish it says that Maisha Benu was given the shlichas of the Rebbeinu Shlaim to what of Haitzesi v'Yitzalti v'Galti v'Lakachti, right? Taking Kal Yisrael from Mitzrayim before Lashinus of of Gula, right? Taking them out of Mitzrayim and and completing the mission of Gula. So he did that, right? He brought Kalei Yisrael out of Mitzrayim and brought them to Lakachti Yisrael Lilam by Arsinai. But the truth is, there's a fifth Lashen, which is Vehavesi, that I'll bring you to Eretz Yisrael. We'll talk about this on Shabbos, that Vehavesi is a, is a that, that's really the completion of Gulas Mitzrayim. Right? Pesach, on Pesach night by the Seder, so we, the end of the Seder talks about, uh, talks about you know, the actual gula of Mashiach bringing us all to Eretz Yisrael. And that's not just a random thing, because that's really the Gemara of, of, of Yitzhiya Svensrayim. Vavesi to Eretz Yisrael. So if you think about it, the mission of Moshe Rabbeinu, which was Yitzhiya Svensrayim, he wasn't, he didn't finish. He didn't see the achris of his rashes, right? He wanted to get to Eretz Yisrael. That's why he wanted, why does he want to get to Eretz Yisrael so badly? Because that, that wasn't just, okay, it's a nice thing, like, why not? That, that his whole life's mission was to take us out of Mitzrayim, and the Geula from Mitzrayim means to get us to Eretz Yisrael. Okay, why is that? Why is Eretz Yisrael the Gemara of Yitzhak Mitzrayim? Okay, that maybe we'll leave for Shabbos. But, but th- this Indian that Moshe Rabbeinu needs to complete his mission, that's the, he, his whole life is about that. That's what his whole life's mission is what is taking us out of Mitzrayim, and that means to bring us to Eretz Yisrael. But it doesn't work. Moshe Rabbeinu dies, he does not get to Eretz Yisrael. So you would think, okay, so that means, no, so that means in Moshe Rabbeinu's life, the ratios of his life, everything he was working towards did not result in those pairs. And he has to rely on Lassad uh, Lava, you know, Tchiyas Amesim, he'll come back and then he'll get to Eretz Yisrael. No. So the site of Moshe Rabbeinu is the Yichur of Zohar Nekeva to such an extent that even Amelus, even effort, is Tachlas by itself. And that's why Chazal even says such a thing, that when Moshe Rabbeinu was davening to Hashem v'eschan, and he's davening to Hashem to get to Eretz Yisrael, so Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, he says, why do you want to get to Eretz Yisrael? So you should do mitzvahs and get schar. I'll give you the schar. I'll give you the schar. So you read that, you hear that Gemara, it's like a little bit uh, funny, like that's why Moshe Rabbeinu is doing things, and just it's like a freebie. 
Like, so what, like what's Takab Shat? You're just going to get the Schar. I thought you have to do the mitzvah. The oimik of that Chazal is, is this idea, is that what Hashem Yisbaruch is telling Meishu Rabbeinu is that what you're looking for, which is the Tachlis, the end, that Tachlis you have right now by even wanting. That's, that's, a, that's what Meishu Rabbeinu, Meishu Rabbeinu, the word Ratzin, right? The word Ratzin equals Begematria, the word, the, the, the word uh, shame, right? Shame, I think, I think that's a good Gematria. I think, I'm not good with Gematria so much, but I think shame equals Ratzin. Person's desire, that's a person's name. Moshe Rabbeinu, the name of Moshe is Hashem, the name. So the whole inner Moshe Rabbeinu is that a person's Ratzin, that's a Tachlis. What do you want? That, that itself is your Achris. I, does it actually, do you actually get to Eretz Yisrael? That's called getting to Eretz Yisrael. The fact that you're going to Eretz Yisrael, that's called Eretz Yisrael already. So Meishu Venu, that's what Meishu Venu means. <clears throat> By the way, this, this, in a certain sense, this is the Indian of, of Chaydeh Shvat. The whole Indian of Chaydeh Shvat, um, the whole Indian of Chaydeh Shvat, uh, to have a, the whole Indian of Chaydeh Shvat is about Ilanus, right? Trees, and fruit-bearing trees in particular. It's all about this idea of the connection of Reishis, the beginning, with its achras, with its with its tachlis. You, know, you have a fruit tree. What's the tachlis of it? Is the pears, and so we and we celebrate the pears. We celebrate the the pears that will eventually be seen at the moment of its most most original rashes. Right? What's tuvishvat about? Tuvishvat is that in the inside the tree, even though it's like it's all bare, it's all cold outside still, right? But inside the tree, the seraph, the the nutrients are sort of a gathering, and and slowly but surely, eventually you'll see the pears of this ingathering of of nutrients. That means that even right now, this is the, 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 the most racist moment. In the most racist moment, we're celebrating the Achras. That's what Chodesh Shvat is about. It's that, uh, that connection. That connection. That's why, that's why, you know, it's, um, yeah, the Sefer Yitzir writes that Chodesh Shvat, every month we know, is connected with a certain letter of the Aleph base, and also with a certain human experience, and human uh, quality. So it says in the Sefer Yitzir, Himlech ayis tzadi bali'ita. That when it comes to the month of Shvat, the letter that's shining is the letter tzadi, tzadik, and the human experience that's the Indian of Shvat is li'ita, is, is, is eating, li'ita. So himlech ayis tzadik bali'ita. What do those two things have to do with each other? So Tzadik writes, this is a theme that he has uh, in pre-tzadik, he has a whole section on different months. So in the month of Shvat, this, if I remember correctly, this is like a major theme in the many of those pieces, which is the Pasuk that says, Tzadik oichel that a Tzadik eats with a purpose. He eats to satiate his soul in order that he should live. So in other words, eating is one of those, it, it, eating is a moment of where, it's a, for whatever reason, the Rebbe made in such a way that eating is an Isayan of what you're doing right now, are you focused on the Achris, or are you just doing it stop? Right? People, it, it's an interesting thing, it, it's a very interesting thing. People, the, the one thing people do just because they're bored, it's like eat, right? If there's just the food on the table, people will just eat it, right? Ramayshi even has chuvas about that, of possibilities of, of not making brachas and certain things, just simply because I, you're eating it. Not really, I'm just, I'm just bored, so I'm, you know, it's not even called eating. Ramayshi has chuvas about that. But, uh, so eating is a funny, it's a funny thing. And in a certain sense, that was the first test of Adam and Chava. It was an sign of eating. And the oimik of that is, is that if Adam... The question is, are you, are you a tzaddik, that's oichel, are you eating for the purposes of living, for the purposes of satiating your life in order to go weiter? Is, are you that moment of rachis, of ingesting energy within yourself, that's the beginning, that's sort of the beginning of your new, 
of your new uh, 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 lively self, right? A person, knows, a person gets hungry. What does it mean that you're hungry? It means that you're now, your chiyas is leaving you, right? So it's like, you got, you got to recharge. So now when you eat, you're now, that's the rashis. You're now re, rebooting. So the question is, in that moment of rashis, when you're consuming food, are you thinking about the achras? Are you thinking about what I'm going to do with this food and why am I eating this food? So if you have that moment of rashis, tzaddik is oichel l'saivanafshay. So that moment of eating, when it's done properly, that itself is a yichud between zochar and akeva. It's a yichud of beginning and end. And in fact, in Chazal we do find that in Tanakh also, the Lashon of Achila is a kinoi for a husband and wife's relationship. It's also achlo machatapia. There's different psukim and different Chazals about this, that the word Achila connotes this inyan of zochar and akeva, of, of of a moment of rashes connecting with achras. A person that, the, 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 the non-sadik, right, the person that just eats because the food's there, so that's a kilkel, that's a begam in this Indian. That's, that's separating a rashes from an achras. It's like, what are you doing? I don't even know why. I'm not, uh, it's aimless, it's purposeless, it has no direction. It's just, it's nowhere. That itself was the nisayin of Adam and Chava on a certain level of, are you going to, to eat from the Eitzadas Toivara? The eating of the Eitzadas Toivara was was, was an achila that was not thinking about the achras. Uh, even on the most basic level, right? Uh, on, on the most partial, not, not anything Kabbalistic, the most basic level, right? The, the kaych of the Yitzhara is to stop you from remembering, from realizing what are going to be the repercussions of this act, right? In other words, what's the ba- what's the, what, what does every Nisayin boil down to? A, a temporary pleasure or excitement or whatever the, the particular Nisayin is versus you know, thinking about the repercussions, which the repercussions are always much more, much more significant than the momentary pleasure. But the whole eating of the Yitzhara is separating rashes from Akhras. I don't see the Akhras right now. All I see is the moment, is a momentary thing. And that itself is, the greatest Nisayin of that is Achila, where it's like, okay, right now I'm just eating. And that it's a moment of rashes. So at that moment of rashes, are you going to see the light of creation that has the beginning all the way to the end in the very beginning, right? And there's an absolute yich between chasen and kal in that moment. Tzadik oichel nafshay, or you're just eating stam. And so just eating stam means that you're not seeing where what this is about. Where is this leading? And that itself is exactly what the Eight Sahara is all about. Therefore, the Gemara says, the Gemara says that that a person that the strength of the Eight Sahara comes from eating too much. The Gemara says that, 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 uh, that uh, uh, what is it? Uh, I, don't know, I can't say it in Hebrew exactly. But the Gemara says like the Ari, Noyim, I think the Gemara says that the lion doesn't give out a roar if it's just eating kash or if it's just eating uh, grasses. It eats meat. It eats things that are, you know, more, if it's heavy into gash, then already it becomes violent, right? So it's the same thing. Chazal say, huh? During the six of the week, right, right, exactly. The frat, frat during during the six days of the week, where the because again, right, the light of Shabbos is the what is rashes going into achras. It's shalom bias. It's yichud chasen and kala. It's doing something from the beginning and having in mind and knowing where it's headed and having that as your direction. And so, Mela during the six days of the week, there's a, there's a, there's limit to that. Therefore, people should eat less during the six days of the week because uh, eating eating is very easy to fall into that trap of just the temporary moment and not seeing. The achras that it comes from, and so that's um, uh, that, that's 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 the of achil. So chaydish shvat is very much related to that. It's very much related to that. The beginning, the racious moving into achras. It also it's about also living living with 
living with das. See, das is also the midah that's, that's essential to this discussion. Das means having that direction of knowing what you're doing, of, of, of being present, of, uh, of being connected with what's real and what's, what's solid, what's firm. What's, a race is moving in tachris, that's, a, that's something. It's supposed to just living temporarily, like everything is just temporary. You know. Okay, so let, let me, let, let, let's, let's explain a little bit more. This, I, I, I know, I'm, I'm going to get practical, I promise. Just once, once I start talking, things trigger, I can't help it. So the, the, the thing is like this, you know, when it comes to um, th- this, this quality of, of being in a moment of racious and connecting it to achras, the ability to go from racious to achras, the ability of chasen and kala, zachar nekev, yichud, Everything we're talking about, tzaddik oichel This is something. It's important to realize. This is something that is be'etzem, essentially, purely in the in the jurisdiction of kedusha. The def, this quality of 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 doing something with a mission, with a directive, of actually having a direction and a goal. That's be'etzem, a a quality. That da, das, let's call it, right? That's what it's called, das, is having that direction. That is something that's be'etzim only by the side of Kedusha. The nature of impurity, the nature of the Yitzhar, as I just mentioned, when it comes to Achila, is not to have this. The nature of the Yitzhar is that what I'm doing has no, there is, there's no cheshven, there's no goal, there's no mahalach. It just is. It just is. The yispardu kol of and the nature of evil is that it's all, it's in pieces. There's no beginning, there's no, it just, there's no direction. It's all just, Whatever it is at the time, that's what the Yitzhar is. That that's why, that's why you know of all the nations on earth, the one that embodies Tuma and Sitrach are the greatest is for sure Amalek, right? <clears throat> Amalek, Amalek is is racist guy Amalek. Amalek is has a, it's racist. It's the beginning of all of all the Umasailam. Achrisai, but it doesn't have an Achris. It it doesn't have a future. It's death itself. Amalek is death itself. Uh, you know, the whole unit of Purim is Haman tried to bring death to the world and he's the embodiment of Amalek. The reason why it's death is because when Zohar and Akev are separated, when Rashis doesn't lead to Achris, that itself is death, right? In a certain sense, in a certain sense, the Kiyam, the, the, the life demands Zohar and Akev being together to allow there to be a child, future, 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 and then there's actual Kiyam. Otherwise, otherwise, uh, you know, it, it doesn't, it, 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 in a certain sense, there's a lack of kiyum in that uh, in that Indian. and so and so and so Amalek, which is achrisa deaved, which is the embodiment of tumah, which doesn't have das, it doesn't have das. This is a very very big sugi in pnimus that das does not exist by the sitra achra. By the other side, there is no. It doesn't have this quality of of having a beginning and towards an end. It doesn't have that, and so because of that, the nature of tumah by itself is 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 death. What this mean, What this feels like within a person? Let's describe this within a person. What does it feel like, Chas v'Shalom, a person who is who doesn't have this das? Then this is a person that has no goals. It has no mission. He has no tachlis. There's no. He doesn't. There's no schedule. There's no. He, he wakes up when he does, and or when she does, and goes to bed when he or she. Does. There's no goal. There's no tachlis. It, it results in atzvus. It results in depression. It results in in, in feeling helpless and low. It, 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 in a certain sense, it's death itself. For, for example, when a person's when a person's asleep, right? So, shina to being asleep is a sixtieth of death. 
Chazal say a person who's Yoshev Batal, a person who sits and does nothing, is Kiyoshin Dami. It's like he's asleep, right? The most famous application of that is a very severe Mishnabur, right? Everyone knows that you don't sleep in Rosh Hashanah. So everyone wants to skip that Mishnah where the Mishnah says, and if you're just sitting and doing nothing, it's also called sleeping. Right? Okay. Yashin Dami. So a person that's sitting and doing nothing, that's called sleep. And sleep is the sixties of death. Death, in other words, what does that tell you about death? The death is just nothing. Death is not moving, reish is to achris. There's no, it's just, it's nothing. It's moment to moment, and you spar the kopali of him. But, but he, okay, so that's, that's one type, that, that's the essence of, of, of Ra itself, really, of not having any link between Zohar and Akeva, not having any link from, from beginning to end, just being aimless and goalless and no motivation at all. But here's where it gets a little bit trickier. We do find that although, da, although the Yitzhahara the, the does, does not have a natural sense of Das, the nature of the Yitzhahara is, like I said, a molek, death itself, but we know that the other side, the Yitzhahara always mimics and pretends to imitate Kedusha. And so this is where it gets trickier, is that we do find a phenomenon where the Yitzhahara sometimes does give a person goals and does give a person motivation. And that motivation is mimicking, it's pretending to be like that quality of gracious to Achris. But, the, but since it's not real, because the Yitzhar doesn't truly have this quality of Das, so it's always, always unfulfilling. It's always unfulfilling. Even the goal that, it, that the Yitzhar sets up for the person, when you get there, it, it never turns into that goal. It, it's never, there's always something missing in it, there's always something left to do. It's, you question whether it was a goal from the beginning. In other words, you have one type of person who doesn't have any goals at all. There's just aimless, you know, listless, just sleeping all day. Or even if he's not physically sleeping, it's Kiyoshin Dami. That's really what the Yetzar looks like. And then you have this uh, phony version of the Yetzar, this mimic, this, this, this uh, you know, uh, this, 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 this fake, this, this uh, facade that the Yitzhar puts on of pretending to be like a dusha, and what does that look like? Well, that looks like a person that wakes up because he knows what he's doing. But what is he doing? What he's doing is also purposeless. And his, his entire focus of life are things that don't mean anything, don't have any meaning, and don't have any value. And again, for one person it's, uh, it's money, for another person it's covet, for another person it's taivas, for another person it's who knows what. And, it, and there is a zacher nekeva. He is lined up. I'm, doing, I'm, I'm starting at one point in order to get to that achris, but it's an illusion. It's an illusion. When you get to that achris, you realize, I didn't get anywhere. And it just, it just falls apart. And it's unsatisfying. And so there's this fake das, there's this fake das that the Yetzirah sometimes puts on in order to pretend to be, to be Kaddish. That was, in a certain sense, the clip of Mitzrayim, like in the parashas that we're, they were dealing with right now. <clears throat> the whole Indian of, of Yitzis Mitzrayim, the whole Indian of Gols Mitzrayim, was Klai Yisrael in, a, in this matziv of, of having this, of not having das, of, not, of being in the, in, the, in the embrace, sort of in the, in the, under the jurisdiction of the Sitra Achra, but not a Molek, where it's just aimless and just, you know, missionless and, and without any guide at all. Mitzrayim was a corrupted version of Das. It was, it was, it was, it was a, 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 fake, a, a fake copy of Das. And this is why Klai Yisrael Mitzrayim had goals. Your goal is you build peace in Ramses. 
But Lamaisa, when you build Pisa Marasis, it collapses and you have to start all over again. So the whole Avdus, what's, what's an Evid? An Evid is, someone that wakes up in the morning, he has what to do. But it's not really his own goal. It's a fake goal. It's an illusionary goal. It's someone else's goal. It's not his. And so the whole Indian of Avodim, of the Avdus of Mitzrayim, is the embodiment of this quality of not really having Das, but having this fake Das to, to give you an illusionary and a temporary sense of meaning and purpose. But ultimately, when you get to that goal that you've set up for yourself, it becomes meaningless. You realize how meaningless it was and how trivial it was. I mean, this is also why part of the Gullus, part of the slavery was, was Kolaben Hayilad Hayart Hashichu, to kill the firstborn sons, to kill the sons. Vabas and the daughters will live. So already you see in that a separation between Zach and Akeva. Right? So you already see a separation between Zach and Akeva, which means, a, means the lack of das, a lack of connection between Rashis to Achris. What's also interesting is that by keeping the Jewish women alive, that means they're not trying to destroy Kla Yisrael, right? Because we know a yid is dependent on the mother, right? So they weren't like a molek that you're trying to wipe out Kla Yisrael. If you want to wipe out Kla Yisrael, you get rid of the daughters, not the sons. So they don't have an issue with Kla Yisrael existing. They have an issue with Yichas. You understand? What does the father decide? The mother decides whether you're Jewish or not. But the father decides, okay, now that you're Jewish, but where, where are you coming from, really? Kayin, Levi, Yisrael, what Shevet, what Mishpach are you a part of? A mish- where you, right, where you come, where are you really coming from? I understand that you're a yid, but that's very general. But like specific, what is your like? What's your mahalach? Like, what's your beginning to, to get to your particular end? What's your shlichas? Kayin, Levi, Yisrael, Yisachar, Zvulin, Don, Naftali, whatever. Like, what's your inyan? That's what they wanted to get rid of. Avadim ain't lemchay, the Gemara says. Avadim don't have yichas. What does it mean they don't have yichas? It means that it means that there's no direction. There's no. There's no sense of self, really. There's no sense of purpose. Therefore, in truth, even though Avadim look superficially and illusionarily, they look like they're full of effort and goal and, you know, beginning, getting to an end. But the Gemara also says that Yud Kav Mshena, right? Ten, ten portions of sleep came to the world, and Avadim took nine. So, so an Eved, even though an Eved really is, is, is a Bechin of Amalek, an Eved really is. Ein has no meaning, has no real momentum, has no das, has no skashas from his beginning to his end. Ah, he's working so hard all day, that's so, it's an illusion das, it's, it's a fake das, it's someone else's das forcing him to do something. And again, in Mitzrayim, this was the greatest expression of this, is that there's no, there's no goal at all, and the goals that are set up are purposefully made to be, to be, uh, uh, to, uh, you know, to be uh, uh, dissatisfying when they happen. I mean, that's what, I'm, that's what Amalek is. That's what that's what uh, that's what the Yitzhar does. Really, it's a Malik. Really, there's nothing. There's no goals at all. And if you want to and to have goals, they're really ultimately illusionary. Okay, so this is so, so, so these are the vinyan that are going on. And so Shabbos, and so this is this is ultimately the battleground between the six days of the week versus Shabbos. The battleground is Das. That's the battleground. Rashis to Achris, Chasin and Kala, Zacher to Nekeva. Purpose. Purpose. During the six days of the week, Be'etzem, the six days of the week, again, it's not a matter of time. Like I mentioned this a lot of times. There's the Bechin of the six days versus the Bechin of Shabbos. You could have a Shabbos quality on a Tuesday too, and you could have a Tuesday quality on a Shabbos. But what Shabbos means versus what the six days of the week mean. The six days of the week mean the jurisdiction of Amalek. It's the jurisdiction of the Yitzhar. It's the Yitzhadas Tevara. It's a time where, where there's a lack of racist ta'achers. 
where, it's, where there's a very strong, very strong possibility of eating just because it's there, of not really uh, embracing a, a, the mission and the purpose of life and to have true goals. And so that's what the six days of the week is. And Shabbos, what is Shabbos? Shabbos is the light of creation. Shabbos is the, the beginning, the first light of creation, having, having all the achras, having everything that would eventually be contained in that very original moment. Shabbos means beginnings connected to their ends. Shabbos, therefore, is again, like I mentioned, the beginning it reminds us of creation and reminds us of Mashiach. It's that full circuit. And so that's the battleground. That's the battleground. This is why, by the way, going back, this is why in Mitzrayim, when Klaiso were taken out of Mitzrayim, were then immediately, after just a few days, attacked by Amalek. Right? So, random Isa. It's not random. That, that, that was, that, that's part and parcel of Gulas Mitzrayim. Right? You can't, when you, when, you, when, you, when you take us out of Mitzrayim, that, that, Mitzrayim is just a, um, is just a, a, a basically Amalek wearing, wearing a costume of Das. I mean, that's what, that's what Mitzrayim is. That's all it is. This is why you, we go into Mitzrayim. There's a lot to talk about. But you, you go into Mitzrayim, it was all about dreams, right? It's like Yosef's dreams bring him into Mitzrayim. Yosef gets out of the pit of Mitzrayim. He raises to power by interpreting dreams. What's a dream? Again, a dream is when a person is asleep, it's illusions. There's no beginning, there's no end. Dreams are just random events, uh, you know. In a dream, you could, uh, you could be in Lawrence in one second, and the next second you're in China. And, it's just, and it makes sense at the time, right? No progression. There's no progression at all. There's no racist achras. It's all bilbul. It's, it's, it's batal. It's amolik. It's bechinas. Again, uh, it's, 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 it's shena, which is the 60th of death. That's what it is. Yosef HaTzadik is the one that's able to find chachma, to, find, to discern a logic, to see a, a, a train of, a cohesive line of truth in a dream. Yosef HaTzadik, therefore, is the key to get out of Mitzrayim. Understand? Yosef HaTzadik means that, that point of das, of having a reishis, and getting to an achras. Therefore, his nisayin was chasen nikal. His, his, his nisayin was between husband and wife. That was his nisayin with Eishas Potiphar. Yosef HaTzadik means that. That's why Yaakov Avinu, it's interesting, Yaakov Avinu, Yaakov Avinu, see, Yosef HaTzadik dreams, but he's able to find truth in the dream. Yaakov Avinu, Dreams pure truth. Yaakov Inu doesn't even dream. right? Yaakov Inu dreams. Hashem So it's not like Yosef who has a normal human dream and he has to just. Uh, he's He's That's why the word paiser is the same letters as the word typher, which means to sew, it means to weave. You're taking one piece, weaving it to the next, making a cohesive thread of truth running through the dream. So that, but the dream itself is still demyainus, and Yosef just finds that we, that thread through it. But Yaakov Avinu is not a dimyan at all. Yaakov Avinu, his dream is completely truth. Yaakov Avinu, therefore, is the... Yaakov Avinu doesn't even fall from Mitzrayim. Adarava, the greatest years of Yaakov were Davka in Mitzrayim. Yaakov doesn't need Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Yaakov is in Mitzrayim, it's not Mitzrayim. Because Mitzrayim doesn't have a kayach over Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu is truth be'etzim. There is no possibility. He doesn't sleep. Even, he doesn't sleep for 14 years. Even when he does go to sleep, he's, he's coolly awake because he has a dream that's, that's coolly nevuah. So Yaakov Avinu is bechlal, not Mitzrayim dick at all. He's buried in Mitzrayim, but he's not really buried. You know, like the, the, if you think about it, it's a pella that he even spent years buried in Mitzrayim, right? So, uh, I mean, not, not Yaakov, you know, Yosef, Yosef Tzadik, right? So Yosef also is like, he's buried in Mitzrayim for those years. In water, not really buried. Right, so, the, right, so he's, right, so he's, 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 he's in Mitzrayim, but he's not really. He's not really. 
Yaakov Inu immediately goes out of Mitzrayim. Right, it says that this is, uh, this is what's going on. This is the conflict between the six days of the week versus Shabbos. Okay, so, fine. With all that being said, so now the Avayda of Hadlok is near Shabbos. So again, when the Shabbos candles, I, I mentioned this, that the, the two Shabbos candles correspond to the two levels of Yichud between beginning and end. First Shabbos candle means a Noyach level of Rashis to Achris, which means that every beginning results, eventually gets to an end. Every effort eventually results in some practical te'elas that eventually you'll see, again, in this world or the next, but there is a tachlis, there is a peri coming out of, any, of, of, of every tree. That's the first nair of Shabbos. And the second nair of Shabbos is taking it even more. The second nair of Shabbos is, is that again, that even the in itself, it's the Maisha Rabbeinu levels, that even the in itself, the desire, the try, the effort itself is the peris. It is the Paris itself. It's the Rutzen. The Rutzen is Hashem. The Rutzen is Hashem. This, therefore, the, the Minig is, by, I don't know by everyone, but the Minig of many people is that to light a candle, not just the two for Zacher for Shomer. Uh, by the way, that's also Zacher for Shomer, right? What's Zacher for Shomer? Shomer means, like, Va'aviv Shomer Sadaver. Shomer means to anticipate something. In other words, it's not now, but I certainly anticipate it's going to happen. That's the first candle. But Zacher means, Zacher is, I, I remember Shabbat, like, it's right here. I don't have to anticipate anything. Dos is dos. That's what Zachar is. And so Zachar Shamar, these are the two candles. That's what there's a minig, uh, again by many, I don't know if everyone, but the minig is by many, to light a candle for every single one of the, 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 the members of the household, right? Mm-hmm. So there's children to light a candle for the children. Because again, it, it's chasen and kala. The whole union of Neiris is chasen and kala, which results in Hashem Peiris. So there's a candle for each one. So the whole union is, is revolving around this. Those are the two candles. And by the way, each, the word ner, this is part of the kavana, is that the word ner that Rizal said equals bigimachia, I think I mentioned this before, six, uh, a, a pairing of three shamus, right? Yudke vavke havaya eke, havaya elkim, havaya adnai. Those three pairs equals the word ner. So what does that mean practically? Havaya eke, these three pairs, the first pair corresponds to one's thoughts. The second pair corresponds to one's speech. And the third pair corresponds to one's actions, which means that, that when you're lighting the Shabbos, the end of Shabbos candles is, each one respectively, is that every thought that I have is a racist that leads to an achras. I had a good thought, it means there's pairs that come from it. And deeper, that's noyach. And the, the second candle is, Every good thought is itself the Paris. Even if I don't see the Paris ultimately, it's not even about that. It's the, moment, the momentary good thought is itself tachlis. And then the second part of the nair is dibur. That every, every good word I say results in something, something positive. Or it itself is something positive. And every action I do, that's the third set, the reaction I do results in something positive, or it itself is something positive. Those are the two candles. That's why, again, so eke... Elokim Adnai correspond to thought, deep thought, word, and action, and Havaya means it, it's tachlis. Like it, it's not just something. Like there's something to it. It, it. it accomplishes something. It accomplishes either it accomplishes something or it is the accomplishment in and of itself. You follow? So these are two nairs of Shabbos corresponding. And again, that's the yichud of nair that each nair corresponds to thought, word, and action, and it's tell it's it and the, and the concept is that every thought, every word, every action. There's a, has a, is a racist and an achras.
Again, one on the level of Noyach, one on the level of Moshe. Isn't there an idea that the progression of Moshe, as well, maybe I should yeah. If a person go, yeah, in a certain sense, if a person has a thought, then speaks about it, and then does it, so that shows that shows a mahalach. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can put it in that way also. Is that every thought, word, and action in my life has this racist ta'achras, hundred percent. Okay, so now let's let's get more bruprotius. That's 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 Shabbos candles bechlal. Okay, the first thing you do as as the man is to set up the candles. Uh, you set up the candles, and again, as I mentioned, you know, to, if if you can, whatever. It's, it, the olden days, they for sure would do this to light it, and then to extinguish it, to make it even easier for the wife to light it. So the husband sets up the candles, and then the wife, obviously before Shabbos, lights the candles. So both husband and wife are involved in hadlokas neiros in that way. And the kavan, what's the kavanah for that? So, again, I, I think I mentioned this at the end of last week, but now we'll just uh, be able to explain it more. So, the Arizal says the Lushan is like this, when the candles are being set up or when they're being lit by the husband and wife, the kavanah is, is to, by, by setting up and lighting Shabbos candles, what you're doing at that moment is extinguishing the two candles on the, of, of the other side, which means everything we were talking about of this illusionary das of the six days of the week, right? Remember, so during, on, uh, during the six days of the week, there, there is also the, the six days of the week, the etzem is a molek, which means it's, it's aimless. It's, uh, there, there really is no goal and purpose by the Sahara. But the problem, but what the Yetzirah does is that it doesn't, you know, we would easily realize that. So the Yetzirah does, is, no, he implements fake goals and illusionary, uh, you know, missions in life. And so now during the six days of the week, there's also candles. The two candles of the six days of the week are what? Are the illusionary, demyonistic uh, goals that the Yetzirah sets up for us. So there's a person who's, uh, who's very much goal-oriented, and he's very focused, and he does a lot, and he finds himself busy all day, but then at the end of the day, when he sits back, it's Pisum and Ramses. It's like, I was busy with what? Like, <laughs> nothing. It's all, it's, it was all nothing. Right, and so there, there is no achris at the end. So there's there there are candles, there are this these candles which correspond to das this Indian of 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 chazan of is moving to achris. There are these fake, you know, fake candles during the six days of the week, and just like there's a candle of noyach in kedusha, there's a candle of noyach in tuma, which means again a person having a goal, and moving towards that goal. But the goal itself is not really purposeful, not really meaningful. And just as there's a candle of Maisha in Kedusha, there's a candle of Maisha in Tumah. What does that mean? That means a person that's finding meaning in the, in the work itself. But not in a holy way, in an unholy way. Like the example I think I gave last week was like a workaholic. The per, there is no time. Why are you even working? You have, you have, I don't even know why. That's what I do. I just, it's, it's just, thus is thus. And there's a certain like weird satisfaction in just working which doesn't make much sense if you think about it, but there's such an Indian. People get stuck in taivas like that, where the taiva just, it's like a loop, it just feeds itself. And why am I doing this? In order to have the taiva, right? The yisavu taiva, right? There's such a thing, a person has a taiva to have a taiva. Why do that? There's such a thing, a person gets stuck in that, you know, an addictive loop where it's just like, you, 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 you know, you crave to have a craving, to have a craving, it's just, and it repeats itself. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's the zelumazah of the candle of Maisha. 
And so during the sixth day of the week, it's very, much, very easy to get caught up in that, of having fake goals, illusionary goals, or finding effort in and of itself, the, the purpose of life. You know? So when you come to Friday afternoon, and you're setting up the Shabbos candles, the chasm, and the kala is setting up, lighting the Shabbos candles, the kavana is, the tefillah to daven for, again, you could, and you could focus it, you know, in all aspects of life. But the goal, but the, but the, the kavana at that moment is like to get rid of these fake false candles of the six days of the week, of like really finding meaning and purpose, of knowing what the tachlis is, you know, and not falling for those, for those illusionary goals. You could, for yourself, for your spouse, for the children, and you know, personal life that, that, that every racist should have a purposeful achris, not the illusionary achris that I might uh, fall for during the six days of the week. That's, what, that's what's going on by the Shabbos candles. <clears throat> and then when, the, when, when, when Shabbos ray sets in, and now you look at the candles. So again, the, the, the wife looks at the candles immediately because it's ready Shabbos for her, right? Or when the husband comes home from shul, he looks at the candles. So when the, the, again, the, the setting up the candles and the act of lighting is what is an act, it's, it's setting up and it's lighting. And the, what's happening is, is that you're extinguishing the false lights of the six days of the week. That's what you're doing. You're davening that, that I, should, I shouldn't fall for the illusionary demyoinus and goals that, you know, for myself, for my children, uh, for life itself, that I shouldn't fall for that. And then when you actually look at the Shabbos candles, when Shabbos already, again, for the chasen and the kala, the kavana then is that Rabbanu Shleilam, I should find, I should find my, within, within Kedusha, in a holy way, I should talk of find us. I shouldn't, in other words, there's the sumira, I shouldn't fall for the illusionary das of, of the six days of the week. And then I say toiv when it comes to Shabbos, that I should be zaychataka to, to every, every thought, every word, every action, every, everything that I do, you know, for my spouse, and an effort for, for, the, for the family, and v'chulu v'chulu, and finding a spouse, and, and having children, and, and raising children, everything that I'm doing, everything I do in life, every davening, every learning, every, everything that I do, gracious to achras. Racist to Akhras, that I should find, I should have proper goals. I should move towards that direction. I should become full of, I should, I should become full of, of uh, my life should become full of meaning and purpose. And, and more than that, and I should find, I should, and I should find uh, satisfaction in that and of itself. The fact that, that I'm trying and working towards that goal, that itself should be satisfying. And I should find Menucha and Yishav Adas and Shalom Bais. And even the effort itself, again, for myself, for my children, every, again, you, you, you could channel this, again, the, this idea of having das, of, of having a healthy beginning moving towards an end, and not an illusionary beginning towards an end, you could channel that in every area of life. Every area of life needs that clarity of, of what am I doing, what's my purpose, what's my goal, and to find meaning in that journey. Again, every area of life needs that. And so whenever you're davening by the Shabbos candles, it's, 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 that's the Iker Kavanah. It's just a matter of, of, uh, of directing it in that proper way. So that's the Kavanah. So again, it's the lighting, the setting up, and the lighting is, is about, sh- it's about shedding light on the false das of the six days of the week. And then when you look at the candles and you look at the glow of Shabbos, it's about absorbing within yourself the, pro- the real das of Kedusha. Taka knowing the truth and knowing the and, and, and moving from Rashis to Akhras. Okay, no, we should be Zaycha by all this learning and avoid of uh, Shabbos candles. We should be Taka be Zaycha to absorb the light of Shabbos and Hain Gal Yeschem, Akhras, Kreishis, Vibias Gal Tzedek, Mehir Vimenu